Uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Beers In. I'm John Davies at WBNQ. If it's your first time listening to the show, uh, thanks for joining us. Hopefully you have a great weekend. We always like to introduce ourselves right out the gate in case this is your first time around. To my left. Yeah, I'm Jeff from Keg Grove. Thanks, yeah. John. I was watching the TV, not necessarily paying attention to what I was supposed to be. It happens. Yes, we're, we're recording on a Saturday right now, and uh, there's a game I'm interested in watching, and they just caught a pass and are running it. Oh, shoestring tackle. Sorry. Little commentary. Do the theme there. of the day. Yes. Sorry. No, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tyler from Ken Crow. Um, I, you can. We'll do uh, the house rules first before we get to our guests. Yeah, I'm Little Jeff. Uh, excited to be here again. Uh, this week's special guest has got the new music venue in town. Hey, what's up? I'm Nick. Nick. Nick Leroy. Nice to meet you. Cheers, man. Uh, thanks for joining the show. Uh, typically, right from the jump, we always do the elevator pitch of who you are, kind of what brought you to this stage in the game. I know that the stable is new in town. Um, can you talk a bit uh, about your experience in music prior to opening doors less sure. than a month ago? Yeah, right. Yeah, October 14th, uh, the stable music hall and lounge opened. Uh, but before that, <clears throat> for the last 12 years, I've been putting on events in town. Uh, my company, my other company is NTL Productions. We have uh, four employees for that company. Um, I do I do a lot of the talent buying at the Castle Theater, probably 70, 80% of the, the, the shows that go through there, I do the talent buying for. Nice. And then uh, we go into upwards of eight to 10 different venues across the Midwest, depending on the season. So. We've got an amphitheater in the Quad Cities so we do the talent buying for. We've got two clubs in the suburbs, uh, one in Aurora, Libertyville, Illinois. Um, we booked the baseball stadium concerts here uh, in Normal. Oh, sweet. Uh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to expand <laughs> and uh, go into different markets and uh, just do bigger bigger and better things. So it, just, it started as a hobby for me, yeah. um, and it became a full-time career like five and a half years ago, six years ago now. Um, so... Uh, you know, I've been going into, I've put on 1,500 shows in my career and in, 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 in probably 30 different venues, and I've always wanted my own. So um, when the opportunity come up, when 8-Bit uh, vacated the premises, I, I, I love downtown. I live in the Grove, just like you oh, guys yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in Founders Grove. My office is at the Illinois House downtown. Uh, I eat at Rosie's seven times a week. Nice. Um, nice. You know, Good so I'm a, I'm a local yokel, man. I really love to support local businesses, and, 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 and nobody will tell you otherwise. So I just knew that Front Street would be a perfect home for me and, and what I wanted to do with my vision. Close to your meals, too. Close to all my meals, yeah. It's either, it's either Rosie's <laughs> Reality um, or uh, Epiphany Anjou. Perfect. Um, and then I sneak in some reality, but uh, uh, McGuire's. You got to get the ah, Italian yeah. beef and wings from McGuire's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But no, I mean, you, I don't even need a vehicle other, was, than, other than to go to my son's you know, sporting events. There but, you go. Uh, you could take just my car away. Those I, little hover jobber <laughs> things where you like lean forward and it just goes. I cannot do those, man. Like my son can whip around like the living uh -huh. room and shit. Like he can like do yeah. ninety degree turns, mm -hmm. and he's clumsy too. Oh, He's kind of a tall, clumsy kid. Yeah. I can't even. I, I think I'm above it. the weight limit. I just bust my ass if I try. Uh, yes, and yes, <laughs> yes, and yes, yes, and yes. When they come out with a four by four, now I'm all over that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a rugged four by four. I kind of like. Let's go with the Segway on a four. Well, let's just Maybe a, you know a four wheeler. Actually, like, like, uh, like what it was, was uh, Paul Blart? Yes, Paul Blart, Malcock, Yeah, Paul Blart Brewery owners. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I do. I, I, uh, 
I'll, I'll forget where my car is. Like, do you remember, dude, where's my car? Like, yes. I do that every other day. Because I'll park at, like, Rosie's for lunch, but then I'll just walk to the stable, and then maybe I'll, be, then I'll walk to my office for a meeting, and maybe I'll end up at dinner at Mystic Kitchen that, like, 12 hours later, I come out of there like, where the F did I put my right. car at? Like, where's my car? I do that twice a week. It's, it's or Neighborhood thrift. I'm a regular neighborhood, so I'll... I pop in there three times a week just because they got cool finds every day. They got cool yeah. stuff they bring in there. I just love weird, cool shit. So yeah. um, Drew's my homie down there, and they know what I like, so they're always sending me pictures. Hey, you want this? This will be perfect in your office. This will be perfect at your place. But uh, no, man, it, uh, it's been fun. You know, I, um, I really I really took my time with um, with opening the place. I could have opened the place many years ago. Yeah, and- it sounds like you got plenty of experience. Yeah, the music part's no, no problem, you know. Um, that's the easy part. It's the bar business that's new to me. Um, but I've got a, I've got a fantastic staff. Um, cool. I've got uh, Chewy is my yeah, bar manager. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, he's one of the best bartenders, mixologist oh. in town. Uh, and we're also, so, John Davies <laughs> may be a doppelganger for Chewy. If, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. See, that. So, I can yeah. see that. That's what I've been So, told. if he does cut his hair, and I think he's been talking about it, um, John, and yes, you guys would be, look very much, very similar, I think. So, that's your Halloween costume today? You're going to Chewy? Uh, Chewy's, sure, Chewy's the best. Yeah. He's, he's a blast. Chewy said he was going to cut his hair, and I was kind of excited about that you know because yeah. he, he kind of needs to maintain it a little better than what he does um, <laughs> but it's not my it's not my main so uh, but he just got a great compliment from a very attractive woman last night so I think he's going to hang on to that hair for quite uh, a while uh, yes. yeah. lucky devil lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no between him and Monty and Hannah um, we, we've got um, we've just I mean all around we've got a great staff and I couldn't I couldn't be happier about that takes a lot of weight off my shoulders. Well, know? it makes stuff so much uh, easier. It does. Just you know? knowing things are taken care of. Uh, yeah. we, we adopted this guy, Hats. Uh, Hats is like Love a... Hats. Yeah, he's a local dude Love that everybody Hats. loves. And I put him on salary, man. He just he would he would walk in. He was with me every night when I was there by myself like, right. until we opened. He'd stop in and just... He wouldn't even say hi. He'd just walk in and find something to do. Start sweeping the floor, breaking down boxes or whatever. And uh, so I, I started, he became a friend, and I'd give him rides home, or take him to dinner or whatever, throw him some cash here and there, and then I decided to put him on salary, because he's just, he's so, he's such a valuable asset to what we do, and uh, I just, I just know that he's not going to be screwing around, like, I mean, he's, he has no job description, I just told him, just be hats. Right, right, just, right, right. Just do what you do, and uh, I, I bought him a bike, we got Debo, that's uh, a company car, we, what, a company vehicle that we bought off some guy on the street the other night, <laughs> so like... If we need errands, if we need errands ran, the hatch jumps on Debo right, and, uh, right. and rolls to the smoke shop or it goes to the grocery store, or whatever we need. Right. Yeah. It's probably one of the best nicknames too. Hats. Yes. Yeah. Well, he wears like three, he like three different hats, right? So he's got like, and they're all animal hats. Um, and he has, he said he has over a thousand different animal. Hats. He used to, oh, when I used crazy. to MC the Flying Aces games, he was there at every game, and it was he would bring multiple hats and do like a costume change within the periods. It was wild. Oh, Literally. yeah, he told me about that. Oh. He told me he'd go to a lot of the games and stuff like that. He was at every single game. I remember my, my very first gig, like, right when I moved to town, was October. The Flying Aces games, I started in, like, November. And uh, I was the MC for that. And, like, the, our kind of GM of the entertainment within the game itself yeah. was like, this guy's been here every single game. Let's get him a jersey. And, like, Hans oh, yeah. would always go yeah. in with Oh, jersey, he rocks like, jerseys heavy, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a loyal guy. He's dedicated to it. And that's yeah. why I saw him right away. And, you know, I knew that, you know, those are the kind of people that you need around you to have a yeah. successful business. Yeah, Cultural sure. staples, yeah. You know, he does the stuff that nobody really wants to do, you yeah. know. And, I mean, I'll do. I'm not too proud to do anything, but... Uh, but anyway, he's just. I'm actually. I, I got a gift for him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him uh, a hat. I wear a lot of fedoras. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna give him my first one I ever bought. I don't wear it that much anymore, but I've kind of graduated into a different brand. But he's always complimenting me on my fedoras. So uh, I got a, I got a nice gift for a hat here. Come, so we got we got to do something for him. Yeah, spoiler, totally. We got to give, give him a hat. Oh, you'll, oh, he'll need a Cat Grove hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, we, we, that. That. we got some on the way. Oh, yeah. He'll rock that thing. He's yeah. yeah but uh, no, it's. Uh, but cool, man. So we've been open. Uh, this is only um, see our second week open, the fourteenth. What's not? Yeah, two weeks. Uh, we're closed on Mondays, uh, but we've had uh, we had our, our ninth show tonight. Wow! So our, our calendars, our first yeah. six nights open, we had six shows, and they've all been well attended. Like people, we've had people from over thirty different cities come to that to our shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's cool too because it's like such a personable experience, yes. you know, because it, it's not a big venue, you know what I no. mean? Which is nice. It's like. 
Castle yeah. was very cool too because it's it's such a. I mean, you feel like you're actually a part of it. It's right. like I'm in the back row, you know, in a giant United stadium Center, or something, yeah, something like that. Where yeah. I, you know, I watch a TV screen to see the dude right. that I paid money to see. Exactly. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah the cool. castle's the same way. It's super warm room. Um, yeah. I mean, that's an 800 capacity, but it doesn't even feel like that. No, you know? no, 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 not at all. And we're like 250, you know? Yeah. And, okay. And, and that's why it's called Music Hall and Lounge, because we are a bar, but I've, I've got a bunch of loungy furniture in there, like little, I call them VIP vignettes, like little living room setups. So um, when we don't have a show, you can, you can sit wherever you want, but when we, when we do, we, we put those for sale. People scoop them up like right away. Sweet. It's a it's one transaction, but you get four tickets and you get your own server for the night, and that's like your HQ for the night. No, that's my kind of music show. Yeah, yeah. 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 You buy those in advance. Yeah, you buy them in advance. Like, we only have five of them, and they usually mostly sell out. You know, sure. um, maybe we have one or two available the day of the show, but those will clean up too. Um, I, wish gotta, I, had, I wish I had more of them. Yeah, you gotta do some season tickets or something. We do, we do do that. We, we just we just you know, like I'm just thinking a lounge, K Grove Lounge, right? Because I have done shows in this town for so long, people just they just they they know what type of music I bring to yeah. town, you know. So I definitely have fans, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. people that just trust what I bring. You might not know who the artist is, right. but you bet your ass they're going to be good, right? Yeah. You know, right. I don't book bar bands, you know, I just yeah. I just don't. Yep. There's a place for bar bands, um, and, and every community but not at the stable no you know? I understand that yeah. um, so they're touring original acts mm-hmm. um, now we will do the tribute nights like I'm, I'm going to bring in a Pink Floyd tribute night we're going to yeah, do yeah. like the Grateful Dead tribute stuff and jam- yeah. jammy stuff uh, we're doing comedy I got uh, nice I got Chris, this town needs it yeah. I got Chris Farley's brother Kevin Farley coming okay. doppelganger talk about doppelganger yeah, these, yeah, guys, right, these guys look right, like right. twins yeah, I, <laughs> I saw it online yeah it's very nice. I mean, I'm not supposed to say this Chris Farley's brother in marketing, but of course, everybody gets the gist of it. Um, yeah, right. Smarly. So that's yeah. We're gonna try <laughs> yes, to do yes. try to do one or two of those a month. You know, comedy cool. shows. Yeah, because yeah. there is a there is a void in the in the market for for no comedy. I know 100%. some places do one offs and yeah. like event centers yeah, might no, do but things, like, but I don't, I mean, not to. There've been a lot of attempts here, but not. I'd love a, like an open mic Wednesday kind of circumstance oh, in yeah. town. But, you know, yeah. not necessarily Wednesday, but like uh, you know, a staple of uh, uh, open mic. I mean, I don't know what your guys' schedule is going to be six months from now, but you're very busy from the jump. I don't yeah, know if that's something you're going to continue to do, or yeah, yeah. I mean, but there'll be ticketed events, so you know, I, I've got uh, I'll. I'll even share we're not announced we haven't announced it yet but we got Polly Shore coming oh well. very cool. very cool so nice. we'll, we'll be wheezing the juice and nice. of nice. and, uh, so that's gonna be, I mean I'm a 90s kid right I'm yeah. born in the 80s yeah. but you know I, I was so we some of our juice <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to get um, uh, the, the gentleman from Police Academy um, that, oh, does, that does all yeah. the voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jonesy. Yeah. Well, oh, we'd be all on that. White Bull's his name. Yeah, Michael, sorry. Um, sorry, John, I keep getting loud. There's this, uh, there's actually this OG agent from New York, He's and he's like this little comedy Mensa guy. I found an article about him in the New York Times. He's this agent that I deal with, and he has like this little hallway office in Manhattan. It's like paper stacked to the ceiling and it just shows him on the phone you know like an old school yeah. phone and that's what he does he's you know all the agents today like it's just email like they don't, most of them don't even have the time to get on the phone with you it's right. kind of annoying I'm old school I like to talk it out at first you know before we start doing business but this this is the guy that hey Nick God, you know I got this comic for you he's coming through he's really hot right now man he was on last comic standing he'll be great for your place I just want to help you out buddy let's get this stuff going you know and it, he's just he's just fun to work with yeah he used to be Seinfeld's agent. He used to be Larry David's agent. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, really? He's like, I'm the agent that breaks all the acts, and then the big agency steal them from me. <laughs> like, and then I get him on their downward, downward spiral. He's at the like end of their a career. Joey from Friends's agent. That, yeah. That, the woman who died, and he didn't even know she was dead. <laughs> How do you get in contact with a lot of people? Sure. I mean, because yeah. that's always the thing. Is like, well, yeah, it'd be cool to have them, but where the hell do you start to right. even yeah. like, talk to them? Well, can you yeah. start uh, before you answer that question? But like, Ooh. segue that into initially getting into this fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I started as a hobby. My good friend Chicago Farmer um, was playing at Coconut Louis, and I was in. I had a corporate sales job, just a, you know, just a job that I hated. You know, cubicle life. Yeah, that uh, was not really. I was lucky enough. I never worked in a cubicle. I was an outside rep, so I got to manage my own time, my own schedule, my own clients, and travel. So it was nice. Um, I just I wasn't a good employee, and I realized that early on that I needed to be my own boss. But I was down here for meetings, and I went to see Cody, um, aka Chicago Farmer, and um, 
And nobody was paying attention. Everybody was watching the late. I remember it was Lakers game, it was a playoff game. So I've been like May, and everybody's talking over him, and it pissed like it pissed me off. I was like, I was like burning in my loins, and we're out back, probably smoking a doob in the alley or something at set break, and him and Ernie Hendrickson was the opener who I just met that night. They were laughing at me like, man, this is this is how it is. This is it's just you know what? I'm, but why? Why is it like that? Why? Yeah. Why do you play places where that's how it is? Yeah. Like f that, man. Like. Play somewhere where people are going to listen yeah, and appreciate yeah, yeah, what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. So it kind of stemmed from there. And I, I created this little festival on a farm. I called it Farm Fest 450. I did five years of it. And we grew it from five bands the first year to 35 bands and three stages the last year. And and, and so I, it just didn't have enough. It wasn't enough for me. I did that one festival. It took a long time to plan it. And it's like, okay, now what? Now I got a year to do something else again. So Cody um, brought me into Six Strings Club and introduced me to the owner. And he's like, Hey, you should let Nick start promoting shows here. So that's what I did. I started booking the bands that I would put on my festival, and you know, one show a month, one every six weeks, and and it, it was just a hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And I, but it was a good thing I had that corporate job to help pay for that hobby because the music, if you think you're getting in the music business to make money, you're you're, you're dead wrong. It's, it's much like, like the beer business. Like right, I was gonna say, boy, this kind of sounds like us uh, here. Yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you definitely can, you know, and and it we're doing well bad, now, yeah. but it ta- yeah, it, it does, and uh, so it just it just kind of stepped from there, and so to 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 segue into that, I mean, so I first started just booking local bands, regional bands, you know, Chicago, St. Louis bands, and then I just started. Because I do have a sales background, I just started finding out who the contacts were for the bands that I liked, like bigger national acts. Yeah, right? yeah. I, mean, I remember it took me, it took me five years to, to bring Drive By Truckers to this town. Like five years of emailing their agent and getting no's yeah. and no's and oh, not the tour's not going to work or send an offer. Oh, not, not, not enough. You know, this it's a lot of that. You know, we're we're gonna do probably 450, 500 shows this year. My company will. Yeah. That's crazy. And it takes me sending like 4,000 offers to get that many shows Good booked. God. So it's a lot of, uh, you know, now it's turned into, I'm back to like, the, I feel like I'm in the corporate world again because uh, people are like, oh, music industry is so fun. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it is when it comes to showtime, but, you know, the, the eight hours every day to land these shows is like, I'm looking at spreadsheets and budgets and data right. analytics and because yeah. now, now we're, we're playing with the big boys now. You know, now, we're, now we're sending six-figure offers for bands, you know. And you gotta have your numbers right when you're doing that yeah. kind of business. Yeah. I mean, it's not a five hundred dollar band, you know. Right, but right. Is it if one you, of those like if you throw just a little bit of a low? I mean, is it, does it insult them enough that they're just like, no, we're done, and they're like they won't even respond to you? Well, so, so for instance, like a bigger act, and, and so again to go back into that. So for years of me just poking and prodding agents and managers and trying to trying to get my name out there and, and and get some good shows and make sure we did them right, took care of the acts, and everything went off without a hitch. You know, if you can present a quality show for these for these agents' clients, then they'll keep coming back to you, especially if you have good rooms. Um, so it just took a lot of that to where now um, I'm getting hit up by all the top agents in America uh, when their band's coming through the Midwest. Because okay. now they know that I'll probably buy a show or two and I can get them a good deal that they need. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about, I mean, there's a value you have to, and that's what sucked for me to have to put a value on my friends when, when yeah. I, you know, I start booking yeah. bands like Chicago Farmer, right? And, Ed Anderson, Becker, Tire Fire, those guys, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, before it'd be like, what do you guys, how much do you guys want? They'd say their amount. Okay, let's do it. Well, well then, then it had to be, well, here's what you're really worth, though. You know, and, and that was hard for me to do with my friends. It's not hard for me to do with nationals, but it, it's really what it is, you know. Um, an agent will say, hey, Nick, you know, we're going on tour. I need this date. We're looking for 20 grand, and we need $20 tickets. And it's like, okay, well. Why are you worth twenty grand? Why do you, what do you need twenty grand for? Like, do you have history? Can you show me that you sold tickets in and around this market? Right. When's your last play? Did you do three hundred tickets? Did you do four hundred tickets? What was it? And then we use a software platform called Polestar that we uh, invest in, and I can look up data on any any national tour That's in America. Yeah, sounds like and you would update on something else, really. Polestar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the club in Southside. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. That's, 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 that's I typed wrong. I apologize. <laughs> that's that's Polecats. Oh, 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 see, yeah, that's my bad, my bad. It just went right to yeah. it. But no, it helps us put a real, you know, and it's still a risk. You know, even no, though yeah. even though the data tells you what you think you what you think you know. You know, who knows what how the market will respond. Yeah. Is it an outdoor show? Is the weather going to be good? You know, yeah, yeah, wintertime sure. is really tough because people don't want to leave their house. You know, it's yeah. a depressing Amen. time of the year. So it's there's a lot of um, ingredients that goes into it. And a lot of this is a guessing game. It really is. Yeah. Um, 
But if you have good agent partners, they're not going to try to screw you over. They're going to try to you're going to get the same deal everybody else in the country is getting. So it's on you to promote it at your best ability. Um, but I tell agents all the time, I'll, I'll find data where their band, the most they've ever sold in tickets is like, say, $6,000, right? But they're asking for ten. It's like, well, the math, how did this, this even add up? Like, <laughs> right, you, right. You've only sold ever, like your most selling show ever is 6000 but you want ten. It's like, I've got a car for sale, too. Blue Book's for right. twenty. But I want forty for it. Right? Yeah. Okay. We buy my car for forty and only blue books for twenty. But it's a good deal, right? So there's a lot of that back and forth and so I, I don't also, know a lot about it, but like is that kind of the goal? Like the ticket sales should equal what you paid for the act. I mean and I all your overhead and expenses, uh, right? Yes. So now you got staging, lighting, marketing, yeah. See, hospitality. Right. Yeah, so what I, yeah I, I would have never thought of all that. And if we go outside, there's even more expenses involved, right? Okay. Like the stage rentals alone are, are, uh, can be astronomical. Yeah. Um, your outside production, you have to bring all that in. Uh, now you got Weather, you got a team exposure. of 15 people that has to put it together. You, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's endless. So, yeah, you've really got to have your numbers dialed in. And then, right, so then, okay, this band averages five, say for the conversation's sake, five hundred tickets at twenty dollars. That's ten grand. So the band and all of your expenses should equal like seventy five because you want a profit too. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're uh, not in it to just break. Right, it. right. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's why I opened my own place because uh, I'm I'm okay with breaking even on the door. Yeah, uh, and uh, giving all the money to the bands, especially the smaller up and coming bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as I sell the booze. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, Especially, you know, and there's like a merch rate too, right? So these, these big acts, they sell thousands of dollars in merchandise. And we, we you know, we, there's a little, it's, it's called a merchandise rate where the, the promoters, uh, they get a cut of that. Okay. Uh, but I don't do that for the small bands, you know. Yeah. They're all like, oh my God, you're not taking a cut from them. I'm like, no, you're, you're in an in a old church van rolling down the highway, <laughs> you know, sleeping in, in, yeah. sleeping in rest stops. Yeah. I'm not going to take $18 from you from yeah. your merchandise sales. <laughs> I thought the green team was rolling up out front. It's just you guys. Right? <laughs> well, literally, the band I had yesterday rolled up in a church van. Uh, this band stay outside. Really great bands, a great show. But it's funny, a lot of bands. That's where they find their vans. It's from, um, it's from churches. churches. Sixteen passenger yeah. vans. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of them don't have the money to to repaint them. So it's like you know, little mother, little mother Mary's uh, Bible school. <laughs> little Boston mother Road. Mary's metal nights. <laughs> yes. So speaking of vans, uh, bigger vans. In fact, nice bus. Uh, Reverend Horton Heat, who yeah. you had last week. Um, that was a fantastic show. Um, turnout was great for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming when you have a national artist like that, um, a great turnout, you can use that or maybe places will, will now reach out to you because maybe they're sharing, hey, this is a good venue, um, those sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, again, it's been, you know, years of doing this. So, like, Reverend's, Reverend's agent, I've known him for years, and we do a lot of business together. Same agent as the Dead South. We got them coming for a two-night run at the castle. Um, Hoot and Hollers. Uh, they, they, it's Atomic Music Group. So, they, a lot of these agencies will represent upwards of 60, 80, 100 different acts. Oh, right? Yeah. So, I might... I might have bought Reverend Horton Heat from Scott from Atomic, but I might also do another thirty shows with them of, of different bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the stable's not necessarily uh, a branded genre of music. You're, as you said before, bringing in good stuff, and it doesn't necessarily matter yeah. if it's country or rockabilly or hip hop. Sure. I mean, I, I am trying to stick around that Americana vibe. You know, that Americana rootsy. Rootsy rock, bluegrass, rockabilly. Uh, we're doing a lot of alt country right now. That's really hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. Um, I'm not a fan of top forty country. I mean, you can keep it. You know, it's it's, it's, it's pop. Music, yeah, you know. Yeah. I started getting into uh, what, what I uh, bro country. You played Ed Sheeran the other day. I was like, what from you? Oh, well, no. I, so like, no, as long as it's not, as long as it's not like, mm. uh, there's church, no character on Tyler. As long as it's not church music or Christmas music. I'm good with yeah. pretty much anything. Yeah. Like, it was the only two things that, like, sure. my two bugaboos that I don't do. Bugaboos. <laughs> he said bugaboos. I'm, a little, I'm sure you guys are beer snobs. I'm a little bit of a music snob. Oh, a little that bit. Sense. You know. I'm um, also a coffee snob. Are you? Oh. I'm, I'm not that, uh, I'm not that savvy with my coffee um, palate. I need to, I need to drink more, I think. Yeah, see, like, all coffee to me is pretty, I mean, I know this is going to offend you greatly, no, but it's it, not gonna it is all. all the same to me. So, like the taste and everything. Other the, than the level of jitteriness. I, I have to preface it though. So like, yeah. I'm a coffee snob, but I'm a 
myself coffee snob. Like there are only certain things that. Well, I get along with you though because of the dark. I like dark, right? Like black coffee. Dark is night roasted, but there's a fine line between dark roast and charcoal. Interesting. But it's kind of like this is not our topic today. We're actually going to carry. We're actually going to carry. One thing we're doing is we're focusing. We've got um, Big Drop Brewing. They do uh, non-alcoholic. Yes. So we've got a couple of their options in there. Yeah, I think we have some. Yeah, it's actually it's actually Wilco's favorite drink. Sweet. So when we had Wilco here for their tenth year anniversary of the castle, their rep came down and like. Loaded their bus up with like thirty cases of perfect, drop. Perfect. I guess Jeff Tweedy is like just loves it. Actually, that's how we got it. The same day the rep uh, stopped in. Oh, and, uh, we know his dad. Oh, hey, we, hey, we know the yeah. rep's dad. Yeah, yeah Dane. Yeah, yeah, Dane. we know his dad. So Dane used to work for um, Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Yep. Yeah, that's how I met him because he was. They were going to do some sponsorship yep. of our events pre-COVID. Yep. And then COVID just changed everything up for yeah. everybody. You his know? dad, uh, Drew, uh, is one of the owners of Decatur Brewers. Oh, Down okay. Yeah. He didn't even mention that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He's become yeah. a buddy of mine. He's a good dude. Um, so he came down. We're gonna. Yeah. So, uh, you know, thirty percent of adults don't drink alcohol. Right. Um, when I find mind that, blower, right? It is. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. My mind's blown every day. Yeah. <laughs> but we make up for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry. Thirty percent. The rest of them are here. This yeah. t- this table is making up for everything you're yeah. missing. Yeah. But they still go to concerts, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and over the years of just listening to people, you know, especially even at the castle, you know, like, hey, do you guys have a NA beer? And, um, you know, we do a lot of shows on school nights, you know. Yeah, right. We've had, you know, this week alone, I booked seven shows in four days uh, between the castle and wow. my place. There's seven shows from Thursday to Sunday this week. So to do that, you know, as a music fan, um, maybe you don't want to be drinking alcohol all night. So we, we've, we've carried, we're, we're carrying Big Drop. And then we, we're carrying, that's where I was going to segue into the coffee, is Dark Matter Coffee out of mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a cold brew coffee. Um, we're going to be carrying that. Um, just, you know, again, to get, and so people aren't drinking free water while they're yeah. in my place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, had a, I've had a bunch of dark waters coffees. And yeah. I like them. Yeah. I tried it. I, I'm not a I'm not a cold coffee guy, um, but I, I, I was okay with that. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. And it's, they got a good branding. Um, they do. They've attached themselves to some artists as well. Yeah, and some breweries up north too. And they do they do some like cross some yeah. cross synergy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's cool stuff. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. My, absolutely. Uh, my wife actually a couple Christmases ago got me a bunch of their barrel aged coffees. Okay. So they aged them in like whiskey barrels and stuff. And sure. Ground it down and whew, nothing like drinking a whiskey flavored coffee in the morning. <laughs> well, and you've got a great lineup of alcohol. Um, and yeah, did you change on. the setup for anyone that's been to 8-Bit before? Uh, that's a good question. In terms of what 8-Bit was kind of configured as and what the setup is now? You know, not really. Um, it was kind of a, a blank canvas for me. Um, they had done all the heavy lifting, you know. Um, you know, the bar was built. The bathrooms were remodeled. You know, them, the landlord, um, the owners of the building, they, they, they gutted the whole thing three, three and a half years ago. All four floors. So it's all new electrical, all new plumbing, HVAC. I mean, it was pretty much turnkey. They put a whole new facade on the front, so it's all new glass. Oh, we're, still, nice. we're still waiting on a new door. A new door is coming in, of course, is back order, right? Like 18, Everything is like now. Like 18-week back order. Yeah. <clears throat> we have a tank out on the ocean somewhere for the past five months. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. wow. It's cool. Yeah, that, so that was, you know, I, I um, not to go all over the place, but... You know, I did. I signed my lease in like mid-August, and I really didn't get access to the building until mid-September when because they, they did a few like they put new sound barrier on the ceiling and new drywall. So I had contractors in there, so I really had a month from, to 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 open the doors wow. from the time I got it. And people told me there's no way you're gonna be able yeah, to do I this. <laughs> like I, I got my liquor license at 4:30 the day before I opened the door. I remember. I remember and we, just, saved, and we I delivered. I remember I'm, I'm at the state of Illinois. As soon as I get that, I'm on the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bought it. He was, the, as, he was yeah. the first delivery. He was the first yeah. delivery we got. Yeah. It was. It was. I was biting my fingernails like crazy, man. It was. It was. It was ambitious. But I had to. I just had to get it done because I had a, a concert plan. My my dumbass planned an event our first night open. Right. Yeah. So if I was just a regular bar, As I could just should. say, "Sorry, yeah. folks, we won't be open till right, Friday." Right. Right. Yeah, right. Well, I had pre-sales. I had family coming in. You know. So the pressure was on, man. And uh, man, we we got it done. Um, 
but curating everything you know the furniture the sound system all brand new it's all brand new equipment oh, so it's gorgeous. all the refrigerators and and and, and tap system is all brand new um so i got lucky that i could get all of that stuff in by the time i needed it right um you know dan at protap he had all all the equipment i needed and he had it in stock I mean, you gotta be kidding me so you know, so I paid more than what I, what I probably would have otherwise, but it was worth knowing that I had it. Right. Yeah. It could open. Furniture, um, my girlfriend, Nicole, is, the, is a professional interior designer. So she is the one that m- made this place look like it does. You know, it's it's got a cool little pop to it, and it's got a cool vibe that really I don't, is, is unrivaled in this town for what we're doing. Sure. Yeah, know? yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, we don't have some Biagi's budget for furniture, right? Before, right. But um, you're on the Keg Grove budget. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now Rich, Alan Rich comes out every now and again to tighten yes. up some stuff. We didn't, you know, the building itself is beautiful. We didn't have to do much. It's, it's. Uh, so I guess to go to give you a little history of the building, um, it, it was built 1893, I believe. Sweet. And it was, and literally where our venue is was an actual horse stable. Right, okay. so right. Dirt, dirt floors. Yeah, and it was Doctor W H Williams Horse Hospital. Is what it was. Okay. So the, the vet clinic was on the third floor. There was sure. an elevator in the back that took the horses up the third floor. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's so. Cool. And then on the east wall where that mural is, there's a mural painted. I was gonna say there, yeah. There's, yeah. There's a blocked in arch, <clears throat> and that's where the barn doors used to be. Um. So that's why I call it the stable. Um. So it's all you know, all brick walls, exposed brick walls, tall ceilings, concrete floors, steel beams, wood beams exposed. Yeah. And so it's got that, you know, that um, I don't know that uh, that downtown kind of lofty vibe to it. Totally, <clears throat> totally. So I have to ask, uh, time of year of the recording date and other downtown conversations we've had, is it haunted? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. I mean, <laughs> it, it you know. It, 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 it's had many lives, and right. um, it, after it was the horse hospital, it was a foundry for the rail yard here. In town. All right, okay. I'm sure you guys. I mean, we have a huge rail yard yeah. on the west yeah. side of town, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what pretty much built Bloomington. Yes. You know, I lived in a loft above Timothy Kent Art Gallery for years, and just amazing place. And there, there were still numbers on like our like our, our doors for the bathroom, and I asked what that was about. Well, it was originally a chop house and oyster bar on the cool. main level. Bloomington was known for chop houses and oyster bars. Really? In the late 1800s, early 1900s, because they were coming up fresh on the rail yard. Yeah. So they had fresh shipments coming up from New Orleans. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. So Bloomington was known for these witty yeah, 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 right here. Yeah. You know, high-end right. restaurants. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, so the main level was that. And then the second floor, which was my first floor, was just a bar. Um, and then the third floor was a brothel. Ah, and then that's priorities. what, that's what yeah. I, get, I get your oysters long, and then go on upstairs. Hallway. Yeah, you all three, you all three floors. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice go, go upstairs for the clams. <laughs> I don't know though, Tyler. You're very interested in haunted things. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the, the history of a lot of buildings yeah. are very cool. The, the history yeah. is amazing. I don't think. I mean, Bloomington Normal. Although there's tons of townies, and I guess I'm a townie at this point. Um, there's just so many transplanted people, and, yeah. and myself originally included. Yeah, me too. But it, it's there's so much deep history here, and yeah. I used to blow it off. I'm like blah blah, but like what well, you just shared, I had no idea. Yeah. You know, and we our name is part of the history and stuff. And Tyler and I have gotten into so much, and we, we may need to do a history episode. I've learned so much. Yes, yeah, you should break. You should get the gentleman from the McLean County yes, Museum. Yes, yes, <clears throat> he, he's, he's helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one who helps with our name too. Oh, did yeah. he? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Right. Yeah, that'd be an interesting yeah. episode for sure. I I was originally a history major before I changed to business, so I, okay. I'm, I'm a history buff myself and love learning about yeah. what things were back you know back a long time ago. It's just ago. interesting for such a small town in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it really isn't. Well, like, I mean, it, it's had it's, such an integral part of being where it connects. It connected so many different rail lines. It, it was the it's the heart of Illinois, really. Sure. I mean, it's Springfield's of the heart. Bloomington was the heart where everything crossed. Sure. The yeah. east, west, and the north, south crossed in Bloomington. Right. No, I, I would agree there. I mean, and even like talking about with back to bands, like 
agents love Bloomington because it routes so well with Indianapolis, St. Yes. Louis, Milwaukee, Madison, Quad yes. Cities. Right. There's three interstates all yes. exchange right yeah. here. You can yeah. go any direction from here. And for fans. Yes. You can get to Bloomington easy. Yeah. From yeah. Chicago. Yeah. from yeah. Can- I have people from Kankakee, Decatur, Danville, Tavis Springfield. We don't have yeah. big city traffic either, which is nice for everybody. I've been saying that Unless Blo- Bloomington's the, the biggest little city in America or it's either the littlest biggest city. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's well done. Yeah, well stated. Well but with stated. your, you know, with your place and even even the castle, I mean, the amount, I mean, most people are paying more in parking than they would to even go see. I mean, right. It's such a benefit to have these national bands accessible, especially at your place with such a small crowd. You, it's so intimate. Yeah. Um, there's just such a benefit to it. I mean. Last Saturday, I just had a blast. You, we didn't, we didn't, you don't get that close to national bands. No, right. no, you don't. And, uh, and well, that night, especially Reverend uh, Jim Heath is his name, uh, Dallas, Texas guy, legend in the rockabilly world. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's an avid golfer as well. Huh. Um, a great place to be. He's going to he hung out right? with the crowd all and took pictures right. and signed everything. And, cool. And I mean, that was just cool. And he had a he had a blast, and he was very appreciative of. You know, just the gig. You know, he, he he's not above anything, and doesn't he's not some prima donna, right? Which there's plenty of those. Yeah, in the business. I need thirty uh, Yankee candles in my yeah. room, and you know, only blue M and M. Oh, I, sh- <laughs> I should have brought up. I should have brought up a lot of writer ro- stories. I, yeah, I got lots of writer yeah, stories. Yeah, I was gonna man. say yeah. There's 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 a lot of those, and it's it's um, uh, it it just it varies, man. There's like these big national acts. They're like, ah, we don't need much. Just get us some pizzas and some beer, and then there's the national guys that just have. A huge grocery list that takes somebody three hours to go corral, and then they need breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then post show meals. You know, and do they and even touch it? Like that's what so I always wonder. Like, do they even mess we, with we had a big that? show at the Corn Crib, and I won't say who the artist was because they're my homies, and I've worked a lot with them, hmm. but they still suck. <laughs> they we had a really nice meal catered from Baxter's for them, and I went in the green room um, during their set. And uh, nobody had touched anything. We threw away like hundreds of dollars in food. I wanted to take it to like the homeless shelter yeah, if I yeah. could, you know. But uh, just you know, that kind of stuff irks me, you know. Yeah. And they're paying for it regardless. You know, it goes yeah. into the show expenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't get a bonus until show expenses have been paid for. Right. So when do you think you'd want to lessen those expenses to get the yeah. bonus back? Yeah, right. yeah, five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. But, but I get it too. When you're a touring musician, you li- you're literally living on the road, so you you know you want it to be um, as hospitable as possible because you are away from your family and your friends, yeah. and, and you know you're you're rolling on the highway for 40, 50 days at a time, and that's it'd be it's not easy. No, I could I mean, coming yeah. through here, I'd be happy with like a gondola or something. Yeah, right, like I don't right, need right. like five hundred dollars yeah. worth of crap. Gondola and beer touch. nuts in this yeah. 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 brewery. Yeah. yeah, they don't know yeah. that going in though, and you can't. Yeah. No, I do try to bring local stuff to them. See, like, I feel uh, they like, do like that a lot, yeah. you know. I feel like if I was, which I'm far from, an uh, artist, right? Like, I would ask, like, every place you go, because I always That's, thought it would it be. It takes a lot of time, and, like, I do. You put well, that no, on but it's just like and... with my manager, just be like, hey, man, if I'm going to Philly. You better give me yeah, a cheesesteak. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, each place that you travel, like, what is that place if known I'm for? Give me Buffalo that. on the best. Buffalo. I don't know, though, you know? I mean, I think they're just road warriors. I mean, do right. they know where they're at until they... A lot of them don't, you know, yeah. You don't know where you're at. At best, sometimes. Because their schedules are... Well, their crews, especially. Their crews, you know, some of these bands have, like, Blackberry Smoke. I do a lot of business with them. They've become close friends. Their agent manager. Um, those guys are road warriors. They have been for 20-plus years. They've got a crew of like sixteen people total. You know, they got two tour buses, a semi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's it's a big operation going down the road. I mean, these are companies that these guys are running. You know, they've got right. staff. They've got yeah. you know yeah. they've got a lot of overhead. They've got you know payroll, yeah. um, insurance. You know, you name it: lawyer fees, accountant fees. So it costs a lot to operate a band at a high level. Yeah, it, it does. Um, like BlackBerry, especially they're from Atlanta. So they tell me that every promoter thinks that, that they they're gonna they're gonna cater them barbecue, and they're like, dude, guys, don't cater guys from Atlanta, Georgia, barbecue. Yeah. Right, right. They're just right. 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 Freaking Maine. Yeah, yeah. freaking Maine. Freaking Maine, man. Freaking Maine. Sit that one out of there. Some of the writers, like, there's even day writers and there's odd day writers. 
So because they are on the road so much, they don't want the same shit every single day. Ah, Makes sense. So it's yeah. like if it's if it's the eleventh, this is what we. If it's the twelfth of the month, then this yeah, is what we get. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, and then there's like options, you know, like a chicken, a pork, or uh, and then now you got all the dietary restrictions. You got the ve- vegetarians uh, and the vegans, gluten free, you know? right? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a lot of artists. Kiwi. A lot of artists that don't drink alcohol too, right? So right. Those those save us a lot of money. Oh yeah, it's a long time, man. They're, they're usually they're, they're usually artists that like they had to stop drinking because uh, they would either their career would be wiped away <laughs> or, or they'd be dead. You know, so it's it's a lot of that too. You know, um, um, folks on the wagon. Um, that, yeah. You know, like Kenny Wayne Shepherd, he travels with. Oh, dude, I love Kenny. He, he travels with his uh, his sponsor. Tra- is okay. on tour with him. And like, just no alcohol out backstage, even for the opening bands. Like, it's pretty strict mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Speaking, of, we got Allie Venable tonight. Uh, she's on tour with Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Okay, right now. Sweet. And uh, like, I, I had people um, call me yesterday from five hours away. That's coming to the show tonight. Really? Because they're a huge fan of hers. They saw her open for Buddy Guy. She opens for Buddy Guy often. Right, yeah. She's a young uh, female guitar uh, like phenom. And she's going to be big time. And um, her agent, big time agent, uh, we work a lot with Samantha. She kind of reminds me of Samantha Fish's um, you know, scalability. Samantha, we've been working with for a long time. And now she sells us out. Like she sold me out two shows in Aurora. She's one of the top blues acts in America. But she was just this young girl, you know, um, that uh, just, just tried to, you know, swing her axe with the big guys. And, um, and, and they're getting mad props and respect, you know, across the board. Yeah. So tonight, I'm really excited about tonight. We we got a, got, we got that, and then I got Moon Taxi tonight at the Castle Theater, which I oh, I worked yeah, I worked dude. I worked forever to book that one. And Moon I'm so excited! Yeah, they are. They just did the ball drop on New Year's Eve on, yeah. on TV yeah. this year, um, so that's exciting. And then we got a cool Halloween show tomorrow too. So this this week has been just crazy. Yeah, we had so what was like Mark what's, what's last your night? life like tonight? Like you got a place in house, and you got one over at the castle. Yeah, I mean. Do you split your time? Do you kind of run back and forth? Do you yeah. sleep? <laughs> I try to. Um, I boy, I didn't sleep really much at all getting this place open, the stable. But you know, the, the the good thing about working with the Castle Theater is their team is amazing in house. Okay. So I really my task is only to ob- ob- obtain the artist. Right? Okay. So once I obtain the artist, Rory and I, the owner, put together offers, and then once we secure them and get the shows announced, then. I simply just help market it along the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah when yeah. it comes day of show and operations, they got it all dialed in. And they gotcha. Handle it. I just show up as a fan. And get okay. To, get to sweet, hang out. sweet, yeah. sweet. It's like it's really ideal. Um, they they've been so instrumental and in just supporting me and, and 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 helping me grow in this industry. That uh, I I owe them a lot of gratitude. Uh, Rory's like you know he's he's my sounding board. He's uh, he's I look up to him. He's been doing this a little bit longer than I have. Kind of similar story. He had a corporate yeah. background. He was he owned a big building company and, and just started doing music as a hobby. Bought bought a radio station, the Whip, and so he started the, the, the musicians they were playing on the Whip. He would then start promoting them in the club. Right. Then he bought uh, then he bought the castle. You know, eleven years ago with some partners. Um, so we've got a similar kind of story of how we got into this and uh, just just good folks over there. They do they do business the right way and and like low over like low turnover. We've like. Nicole, who is our manager there, director of marketing and ticketing, she was like, she was like an intern, and then she became like a, a waitress, and then a bartender, and then a bar manager, and now she runs the place, man. That's like, very like cool. She keeps, the, she's the glue that holds it all together. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, like last night, we, I booked Lark and Poe at the castle. So, we had like mm-hmm. 600 at the castle next door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a show next door. So, I took the band, I, I staggered their time. So, the band stayed outside. I wanted to see Lark and Poe. So, I took them all with me to the castle. Smart. So, we got to see we got to see some of that show. And then we went, we went back to theirs. See, that's, that's a fantastic, I mean, it's a campus almost, basically. Yeah, you can go is. back and forth. I mean, that. It's like, it's like 50 yards from door to door. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's nice. Especially, yeah, through the alley, just boom. And then we had a lot of people come for the, because I did stagger the time of my show at the stable to be later, so like people from Lark and Poe could, could come oh, by. Yeah. Which is nice to be able to, like, jump. Yeah. 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 I try to keep it early, because we do have tenants upstairs, and even the Castle Theater, those shows are like door seven, show eight, historically, right? Yeah. So the headliners usually going on around 9, 9.30, shows usually done by 10, 30, 11 at the latest, so... 
you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't go to a concert. I got to work tomorrow. It's like, well, I bet you'd be, <laughs> I bet you'd be, I bet you'd be in bed watching news till midnight. Right, right. This know? fits Jeff's lifestyle. Uh, right. So your venue, we are so on. In fact, you go ahead and book bands at four. Uh, yeah. Headliner five. And then I like to get cozy about 10, 10 Is there 30. a noise uh, ordinance in town? Uh, I mean, like, you know, do you so, have to be shut down by? Yeah, I mean, you know, I like the castle is a venue license, so that's a little different. Um, it's not like a typical bar license, but I, I think, you, you know, I think around midnight, one o'clock is what it needs to be uh, per and the I, city. I mean, there, for, outdoor, yeah. the, for outdoor noise amplification, um, I think it's a ten thirty eleven in, in downtown Bloomington. Because okay. yeah. we did those, we did those four concerts for the city this year. Um, downtown, yeah, the, the, the Saturdays on the Square. Mm -hmm. Those were our events that we that we put together, um, free events for the community, and th those had to be done by ten thirty, if I remember right. So it's more of a personal, just in. I just want to know, pretty much. Like I don't know how how else the word is. So since you booked so much for the castle, did you book Tech Nine? I did not book Tech Nine. No, he wants to go so bad. Right, I wanted to well, see like I, I want tickets. That's no see, problem. Like I wanted to do like it, it's like a long story that I'm not going to bore everybody with. But like when my wife and I met, like I listened to Tech Nine in college. You know, and we met. You know, and started dating in college. We didn't meet in college, but uh, like there was a couple of songs that Tech Nine did that she like loved at her apartment that she would listen to. Like, and we would always play. And she like got so excited. I'm like. This little girl, you know, like, just, like, goes crazy with Tech 9 I'm like, I saw it so late that I was like, damn, I miss that. And I wanted to get, like, I wanted to do the whole thing. Like, I want the VIP tickets if I can get them. If I can meet him or have her meet him, like, be fantastic. And I'm like, you know, miss the mark. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. That show's next month, right? Or I think it's, well, I thought it was in November, if yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. I can get yeah. you tickets for that. Yeah. See, like, I was like, one of those just, like... We got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have such a diverse... I mean, when I look at your month, I think you got at least a month out of shows. Yeah. You've got a diverse um, group. Yeah, we do. Um, which well, is fantastic. Speaking I mean, of Tech 9, though, we just had May Day. Yeah. At, yeah, our, yeah. at my venue mm -hmm. on a Tuesday. May Day is on Strange Music. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tech 9 fe is featured yeah, in some of their songs. Those guys are fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I yeah. They I, brought a great. You missed that one, man. That was our first Tuesday night open. And see, yeah. that's my problem with not having. I gotta wake up at four thirty, man. What do you want me to do? Well, that's my problem with not you having do social have two media, though. Kids. Oh, I, I do have two little ones, but you know, for, you know, get I mean, on that email list. Okay, yeah. let's see. Go to the website on the email. Like, I don't even know. Tyler doesn't do you, the Facebook or the talk. I, I, let's I, be honest, Jeff is I'm our envious. agent. I'm envious. Yeah. Jeff is our music agent. Yeah, so. I'll go. Through. Where were you at on that one? Just, huh? <laughs> Sleeping? Well, I know. I'll yeah. get with Nick. Don't worry. I'll give you a list. Uh. <laughs> I need to bring you. I'll bring you guys. Start bringing you guys stacks of tickets, like to give away here at the the brewery Fantastic. For, for upcoming shows. Or even so a calendar. Calendar. More than happy those calendars. We do it for the castle all the time. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do that as well. You spoke a little bit before about being able to go to shows as a fan and kind of the guy that's in charge of bringing the music to the venues. Do you get that opportunity to see fresh stuff that you're not familiar with uh, within your line of work? Or are you really just relying on the agent's word? How many flops do you interact with? No, yeah, I mean, there's definitely flops. You know, um, that happens often. You know, it's just it's part of the business. But I typically, you know, I, I book music that I personally like. Sure. That's kind of how I started doing this. You know, it's like I just started curating stuff that, hey, I like this band. I'm so selfish that I want to see them live. I'm just going to bring them to my town yeah, <laughs> instead, well, of going, instead of going. So, so because you've done that though, have you had somewhere you're like you pay a little bit more than you're like, <laughs> you know what? Because I want them. Sometimes, yeah. And then you're like, oh damn, I really hope I pull this off. Oh no, for sure. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an, it's a. Um, you know, it's, it's a white knuckle industry. A little yeah. Bit, you know, um, you know, it's 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 about volume, right? So, the more shows you do, you know, if you can if you can be successful, sixty five to seventy five percent of the time, then it just becomes a numbers game and yeah. volume. You know, and you hope that the ones you lose on don't don't zing you that bad, right? You yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there could be some you know, colossal uh, collapses, and uh, I've seen Sounds it. Sounds like beer. I've, right. I was just yeah. going to say, you know, Jeff and Tyler will brew. Sort of something what crazy. they like, nah. and then sometimes it will be something crazy, and it's that's a numbers game. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to go well, out like win. we did the, the sour pickle? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was fine for what it was, but it was never going to be 
a, how many a, a sour smashing pickle beers. success, right? Like, how many yeah. sour pickle beers can you drink? Right? I never would have even t- tried it. Right, right, I right. Would, you <laughs> will. I right. like pickles. You will before I do you like leave pickles. here. I, think I like dill pickles. Oh, I don't know, man. You better have a garbage you can. You just smell <laughs> a, lot, a lot of garlic. A lot of garlic. Yes, yes. But, I mean, but that happens. You have to take a... Yeah. Winging a prayer sometimes. Same thing with the band, you know. Yeah. Like, it's Tuesday night. Yeah. I got nothing else. Right. right. And, and really, you just want to make sure you don't lose what you put into it. Right. right. They're not all home runs, man. Right. Do you go and scout like local talent at all? I mean, you, you're not booking bar bands, but yeah. you know, it takes uh, time for those guys to get to the agent level of life. It does. Yeah. I, you know, I used to a lot. I used to go to um, open mic at, at Six Strings Club every Wednesday. And, and check out the local talent um, for to use them as support acts, you know, for the national mm-hmm. bands that come right. in. We always need an opening act. Uh, if they're not supplied by the tour, then we can we can book locally. Um, so we got to know who's coming up and coming and who's worth tickets. Um, so there's definitely a number of locals that are now on the national level. You know, like Dan Hubbard and mm-hmm. uh, Chicago Farmer, Ed Anderson, um, Matthew Curry. You know, he moved down to Nashville now, and, and you know he's done big tours. You know, big 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 stadium tours with. Uh, with guys like, um, oh gosh, um, drawing a blank, but uh, Doobie Brothers. Like he went on tour yeah. with the Doobie Brothers and Peter Frampton. Right. I mean, that's big shit, you know, yeah. for a kid from Bloomington who who started playing at the uh, Knights of Columbus Hall, you know. Yeah. Uh, I was booking him when he was like 17, 18. You know, he had, his dad had to be with him in the, in the bar to be able to play. Sweet. Um, so, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely a great pool of talent between – uh, Bloomington, Illinois, and Champaign and Peoria. Um, I call those local bands as well. You yeah. know, um, Central. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on, and, it, and it's tough to keep your finger on the pulse of everything. You know, um, I actually wish I had my finger on the pulse a little bit better with the local scene, um, but um, you know, I, I'm really good at responding to inquiries. I get them all the time. I mean, I. It sounds it's like more my, than half your job is yeah. emailing. Yeah, I probably get you know 150 emails a day on average. And, just reaching uh, out to play. Yeah, or like that's what I was gonna ask. And constant, constant yeah. business because you know we're we're always projecting months in advance. Yeah. Right? So yeah. so what we're doing, you know, what's happened this weekend? The seven shows this weekend. I booked these shows like six, eight months ago. Yeah, you're that much further past. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. you even. Oh, open. I'm already I'm already booking shows for the summer. Right yeah, now. You know, yeah. We're already talking about stadium stuff at the corn crib already right now. Yeah. So you're always projecting Crazy. out, and and uh, and it's tough because you don't always know, you know, where that band. You know, they might be hot now, and maybe they're not when when it comes time for the show. Or like I booked Whiskey Myers, and. We got them really kind of cheap, and, uh, and right that and, and now they they blew the up. I've, yeah. I've rescheduled it sixteen times because of COVID. Why though? And now you, we're going to do three thousand tickets with them in East Moline. It's it's incredible. Do you find it so like? I, and I don't even know if this is true or not, but like it was always Bloomington was always a good music venue because it was like the pass through from St. Louis to Chicago, like. We would always get good concerts on like the Thursdays because it was right. like the off day. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, I mean, it happens I mean, is often. It, does it make it easier for you because of where you're at? Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you're you're going from St. Louis, you're going to Chicago. Yeah, you got a Friday and a Saturday, but hey, I'm here on a Thursday or a Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like, is no, that, absolutely, or Tuesday or Monday. Yeah, you know, like Marcus, whatever, Marcus King was at the Castle on Monday. Yeah, he sold it out. Yeah, he's like one of the hottest acts in America right now. Um, no, we strive for Fridays and Saturdays, and, and now we can pump our chests out a little bit to agents because, you know, the castle is hosted. Uh, if you look back on the history, man, there's been some just phenomenal bands that have come yes. through there. Yes. yes. I mean, legendary yes. bands, bands, I mean, uh, uh, like Portugal the Man was there before they blew up, yeah. you know, now they're playing major stadiums. Yeah. Uh, Jason Isabel, there was like, you know... Hundred people there the first time he played. Now he's won four Grammys. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I saw what Castle so, had highly suspect that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, had pigeons playing ping pong. Pigeons. Before that was big deal. And, yeah, I had revivalists for sixty-two people, and I've done multiple so shows with them yeah. now. And then the next time we had him on St. Patty's Day, they sold out in like twenty-four hours. Right. That's yeah. crazy. And now they're now they're doing two nights sold out at Red Rocks. Yeah, you know, twenty thousand tickets. So, yeah. really, I mean, and that's what I'm trying to do. One step even below that with my place. So far this week. I've been blown away because I've booked new bands that I've never worked with before. Like, I had Myron Elkins in The Dying Breed the other night. 21-year-old kids. This guy's voice is... In, he's the next Chris Stapleton. I'm telling All you. Right. Well, he's, just, he's signed yeah. by a big agency that I do a lot of business with. 
So that's that was a that was a red flag right there. I need I need to get this kid. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sitting backstage with them. And they're telling me that they just did, they just they had a new record out. They like, get a new record. Well, yeah, it doesn't come out till May though. Like why isn't that coming out till May? Well, Cobb didn't want. I'm like, wait, Cobb, Dave Cobb. Like yeah, we did a deal. Dave Cobb produced your album. Well, yeah, and he signed us for four of them. I'm like, what? <laughs> so Dave Cobb is like printing Grammy Awards. Yeah, yeah. Like Margot Price, Revivalist, Jason Isbell, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Black Keys, you know, on and on and on. And so to, for these guys to get signed by them, and they're like, yeah, the, and they, and the new record doesn't come out till May. They want us to sit on it till May, but we're going to play it all live tonight. I'm like, sweet. That's yeah, excellent. And man, everybody in the room. I think was seeing him for the first time. He's never played this area before. Okay, I discovered him. Uh, I, I booked Blackberry Smoke up at Aurora the summer, and they were the opening band. But they were booked by by uh, manager. I didn't book them, and that's why I got a glimpse of them. Wow, these guys are great. But I wasn't paying attention. There was a lot going on. There's fifteen hundred people there. I was moving around, so I didn't sit and focus on their show. Yeah. But the other night, I, I mean, I'm still reeling about it. It was incredible, and everybody in the room was like looking around at each other, like. Holy shit! Right, right. Are we witnessing this right yeah. now? Yeah. Like, so that's what I want. That cool. room is like, yeah. like it's going to be the room that you're going to say, "I remember when I saw this band at the stable." Right. You know, now they're on like TV or they're mm -hmm. playing stadiums or now yeah. they're at the Derby. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the cool. goal. That's, that's the goal. Cool. But the, that goes along with just booking quality. Like, yeah. like yeah. maybe that will never happen. Maybe the kid will be playing small rooms his whole career. Yeah. Um, but. Um, if you book quality entertainment with quality teams behind them, then then you're setting yourself up for a good for a good recipe. Just due to the fact that we're uh, approaching an hour shortly, um, uh -oh. we you know only have time for so much. So uh, is that, is that is yes, that it is. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the show, uh, uh, we'll wrap things up, and people are like, "Oh, I forgot to tell the story." It's such a close call, right? We didn't get that out before we hit and. Uh, record, right? So, uh, the end of the show is brought to you by our friends at SmoothMyBalls.com. If you're looking for a close shave yourself, visit SmoothMyBalls.com slash two beers in. Use promo code two beers in. Get you 20% off your order. So, uh, since we are cutting it close, if you want to look, show, you wanna you know, look like little Jeff's face right now, right? Right? <laughs> so, we got like our last five to ten. Yeah, the only clean shaven, huh? Well, I mean, he's mostly does, clean. He's got uh, no shade in November, but still. He does have a costume he's got to pull. Uh, we're not there yet. I will be Woody tonight, which everyone is anticipated. Which is a week or two ago. Yes. But, yeah. So, yeah. Check out which is a week or two ago when this airs, but anyway. <laughs> But the Thanks. close shave of the day, um, you know, we got like five ten left. Anything else in terms of you know the, the community or expectations of the stable or things that you'd like to share with us? A good writer story. Sure. Um, well, you know, the community first and foremost has been super supportive and um, just had a lot of support from other business owners and bar owners and restaurant owners who have, who have stopped in and or sent me messages. Uh, it's been really. Um, it's been gratifying because you know it's it's a scary thing to open your own business and and you know hey I'm one of those guys you either like me or you don't and I'm okay with that so uh, I try to treat everybody with respect and kindness but some people just you know just don't jive and uh, you don't know you know it, you're putting yourself out there personally and it's like are people going to support it or are they not yeah. yeah so it's been really you know reassuring um, just our first few weeks that. Uh, the community will support this, and uh, and we'll do everything we can to make it, you know, the, the best little spot in town to come for date night, to come for a night out with friends, uh, and again, focusing on quality, 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 quality entertainment. So, you know, I just want to urge people: if you've never heard of the band, that's okay. Um, quick Google search will help you out. Quick YouTube search. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, just trust us. Like, you know, buy the ticket, take the ride, and you know, we promise it'll, it'll be good stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. Not writer stories, though. Uh, not a lot of those, but I, I do. There's, I've, I've, I've had a lot of really fun celebrity stuff. Great. Um, and I do. I manage. So I manage Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick, right? Yeah. So he's got a side project called the Nielsen Trust, and actually his son Miles uh, was my opening night band. He was him and Chicago Farmer and Ernie Hendrickson mm -hmm. were the first acts I ever booked in my career. So I wanted them to do opening night, right? Right. Um, which um, Farmer wasn't able to do, but the other two were. Uh, but no, so I so I manage Rick Neal, so it's been kind of surreal for me to like be sitting in Rick's living room with him, uh, just hanging out, uh, 
as he as he goes through his whole guitar inventory and collection, there's just guitars everywhere all over his house. And you know, here this is a 1952 Gibson Les Paul. Like Les Paul gave this to oh. me himself. <laughs> right, and right. I was like, Holy shit! I'm like, I don't even want to hold this thing. You know, it's like half a million dollar guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, that's that's been really fun. Like we had a show in uh, Nashville, and. Uh, I was down with the band, and I was told uh, to clear a spot for Billy Gibbons that Billy was coming to hang. Um, so me and Billy, Billy sat at my table all night for our show. So I mean, I'm sitting it's there. Like, his just beard, small, that's phenomenal. His beard is no, absolutely is, the best. He is one of the coolest people. It's gonna make me shake. He's the coolest oh, man, dude like, ever, man. You know, he is. He's the coolest kid. But I'm, you know, just sitting there, like, just like looking back, like, here's this farm kid from a town of 400 people sitting in a club in Nashville with Billy Gibbons. Like, I never yeah. would have thought. That is right. That that would have happened, yeah. you know. Yeah. But there's been uh, one of my favorites, um, Leon Russell. God bless his soul. Uh, he's a rock and roll hall of famer, piano player, right? He played with the Stones. He did uh, the Mad Men and Englishman tour with Joe Cocker. Uh, just legendary songwriter, legendary studio session player and musician. The long white beard, right? The ZZ Top beard, white. He wore the top hats, right? It was he had a sign- signatory look. I booked him at the castle, and. Uh, I'll never forget, I was coming for sound check, and he was an older gentleman at the time, so he had a little trouble walking around, and he was on a, uh, one of them little rascal scooters out front of the castle. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was cold. It was like cold November. It was November, yeah. It was in November, and uh, probably like seven, eight years ago, and that was when Lancaster's was still open. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he stopped, I'm like, hey, Leon, you know, I just want to thank you for being here. It was just a quick, I was just introducing myself, you know, appreciate you being here, blah, blah, look forward to the show kind of thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks, kid, thanks, kid. And he, he, he starts moseying along on a scooter, and he stops. And he's like, hey, where's Lancaster's at? <laughs> I'm like, Lancaster? Oh, yeah, hey, Leon, it's just it's just two blocks up and three blocks over. And then he's, he kind of looks around, and he's like, I know, I know where Lancaster's is. i played this town for 20 years. <laughs> like, well, you just asked <laughs> Right, yeah. right, 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 right. You know, so it's kind of one of, and then he kind of stopped again. He's like, hey, you got a car? I'm like I do, and he's like, well, yeah, I don't remember where it's at, <laughs> dude. Where is my car? And then and he's like, he, he, he says that will the scooter fit? I'm, I had a little SUV, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. So here I am driving around Bloomington with Leon Russell in my passenger seat, and we went to lunch together at Lancaster's yeah. with a rascal, with the rascal, <laughs> and and he's telling me all these stories about like. Like him uh, tripping on acid at Neil Young's house, yeah. Like, like eating, eating the, like picking the crabs out of his crotch. Oh, in the bathroom. He said, he said he was in the bathroom picking crabs out of his crotch at Neil Young's house, and like Dylan walks in the bathroom. On him. Like just surreal stories. Like are you just kidding? Normal Wednesday. Yeah. It's a normal. Uh, yeah. But, Holy crap! And at that time, I was living downtown, and that's when like neighborhood was just opening. And they had all them auction houses, right, on Lincoln Street. I used to go to those religiously. Yeah. And go to auctions all the time. And we're, as we're talking at lunch, he's, he's I, come to find out he's a big antique buff and collector. So he's like, you know, is there any antique shops in town? And again, like, yeah. I know. He's like, can you take me to them? So I took Lane Russell Antique Shopping on Front Street. And he bought, like, this $8,000 hutch. And it was a super expensive hutch. And yeah. it, it cost, like, $1,500, $2,000 just to ship the thing home to Oklahoma. I'm like, Leon, this ain't fitting in my game. Right, right. Like, you got the rascal in there. The hutch isn't going to fit. What are you doing for the next like, are you, three or four is this, days? Is this going to fit your tour bus, Leon? Are you sure you want to buy this thing? He's like, he, was, he was a kind, crotchety, um, just sweet soul and phenomenal legendary musician. So yeah. I actually had him booked again for a return, and he, and he, ended, up, he ended up passing away. Uh, but that's one of my favorite stories, uh, yeah, celebrity crazy. stories, is with Leon Russell. Going antique shopping, listening right. to stories about Sweet. acid adventures with Neil Young. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> that knows crazy. him never knew anything that he right. was even around town doing that. Right. You know? right. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, yeah. there were people that that come up to us on the street, yeah. you know, and knew who he was. Yeah. And uh, because of the beard, you know, you couldn't hide that yeah. you know, four foot long beard that he was rocking. <laughs> Other than that, people in the community are cool. Like, we had Rick Nielsen at dinner at Anju, and, or we were at Epiphany. And there was a lot of looky loos that came up to the table and wanted to do selfies mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which it did get a little annoying. I'm sitting there with Rick. I'm like, how do you? I've, I've went out to dinner m- multiple times with Rick in different cities. 
and it's 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 everywhere we go. And he yeah. and he, he owns a restaurant in Rockford. Yeah, he owns a big breakfast, uh, like it's huge, it's like a three hundred capacity diner, right? Yeah, and there's a big picture of him on the wall when you come in. So there I am sitting with him at yeah. his restaurant, and all but all the older ladies, you know, like uh, we're, I'm like man, you got you got, you got the blue hair specials. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they love Rick. They love Rick. But I, I'm like, how do you deal with this, man? Like. Yeah. All the time, like this, everywhere you go, people want a piece of you. They want yeah. a picture. They want yeah. an autograph. Yeah. And he's, and you know, most people in that position that I've witnessed are very kind with these people, and they do it, and they, yeah. they, they oblige, and they, and they sign, and they take the photos. And I don't know if I could do it. Right. I no, don't, I don't like having something shoved in your face all the time, no. or somebody. You know, I mean. And you all, everybody has bad days. It man. would get monotonous. Just like, yeah. hey, I just wanted to go get my groceries. Leave me yeah, alone. Right. You know, try your pancakes. Day, yeah, buddy, yeah. Know? I'm eating. Leave me alone. Well, that's why I was getting annoyed at, at Epiphany because it was, and it was. They were playing the castle, line. so a lot of people who were going to the castle were eating dinner. Right. You know, but it's like, don't you see the guy's got a plate in front of him? Yeah. You know, could you not have a little tact? Yeah. He's not sitting there drinking iced tea or something yeah. like that, where he's like doing nothing. Right. You know, he's eat but people have no fear man and uh, yeah. they're entitled so yeah. <laughs> as it goes yeah but uh, you know it's again it, you know, a lot of these musicians are just they're, they're, they're good folks man and yeah. um, you know they're, they're they're humble and they they don't forget you know that they were once the band in the in the church van right you know? yeah right. yeah for sure yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us on the show, man. We're excited to have you on a year from now to hear all of the stories of those bands and yeah. church bands. We may and, need to do uh, before then. Even, I know, you know right? I mean, get another, uh, check I mean, there'll in be a lot like, happening. Have the yeah. Green Room sponsored by Kid Grove or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. We're down with Definitely. that. Definitely. But yeah. um, thanks for joining us. Best of luck with the stable moving forward. Yeah, thanks. And, uh, We'll see you next, next time. time. Next time, we'll bring a musician by maybe and have a, a, a touring musician exactly. come in. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Maybe tech nine. Tech nine. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. We'll talk we to you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Thank you.